0: Red Channel Condition with Michael.
1: His pessimism
0: is refreshing to me. Jonathan.
1: If we're not exploiting people, are we really
2: building infrastructure?
0: And Peter.
2: I want to know how many lands I can claim by ejaculating onto them. Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Red Channel Condition. I'm your host Peter and I'm once again joined by my two co-hosts Michael and Jonathan. Gentlemen, how are you? How'd you spend your week? What's going on?
1: It's a, it, was a, a right weekend, it was a. all right weekend. It was an all right week. You know, I'm probably you know several pounds lighter because you know I had some gastrointestinal issues during the week.
2: Oh no! What? What happened to you? I had
1: some food poisoning. You know, that you know, came up as a result of some, I guess, bad chicken or something like that. The worst part of it was the fact that you know, my bathroom you know, in my apartment is like under construction, so I didn't have like a functional toilet for. I still don't. So, I've, I've basically been you know, dropping deuces in a bucket for the last couple of days. Wow! You know, apologies to anyone you know, that's listening, especially people that know me. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah.
2: That's incredible. That must have been like a bowl full of anthrax or something, because yeah, you never get it, sick. It was,
1: it was not a pleasant time, but everything is okay now. Right. I had to rebuild my bulk by uh, going yesterday and having some Korean barbecue. So you know, hopefully, my, hopefully I'm good. Yeah, like I, I, I went to some place called like Cast Iron Pot or something like that. And like they have uh, these giant, uh, I guess they look like fucking like weightlifting weights or whatever that they cook the food on. And it was it was amazing. It was very, very good.
2: Wait, so tell me again about your broken toilet. I want to hear more about the state of the toilet in <laughs> so, your apartment. So I mean,
1: it's a, it's an apartment you know, in in you know the 5 boroughs and it's a pre-war apartment so you know on the one hand you know, it's pretty you know the apartment and you know, its structures are pretty large but on the other hand you know, uh I think like fucking FDR was president when these shit's were built. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So this toilet
2: is really just decorative at this point. It serves yeah, no like, actual function. It's
1: it's 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 ornamental, right? And like the the tiles underneath it were like all messed up and stuff like that. You know, there are leaks running in in the walls and into other apartments. So you know, they were trying to repair it by uh, digging out some of the stuff that had rotted away to fix it, and it's been living in a state of like half fixed half not fixedness for the last couple of days it's just
0: did he tell you how long it take to finish or
1: no no. and i i've i've given up on asking about these things you like honestly it's even it's already like pain to be talking about it like i'm 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 functionally airing my dirty laundry you or i guess my dirty bucket (laughs) uh, i'm on the recording here
2: well, you're not the only one. I mean, because I remember, I mean, John, you actually might even remember the apartment that I had in the Bronx. Do
1: you remember that place? Yes, I do remember that place.
2: So, so do you remember that our water would come out black on occasion?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: And we didn't know why for the longest time. I'm pretty sure I have some sort of development like some developmental brain disorder because I was drinking lead for like 10 years. <laughs> but so, like, no, they came to fix, yeah, they came to fix the pipes once, and they, like, like ripped the floor out and shit, and I saw the, these pipes had just, like, it was just a trough of, like, disgusting lead chips that our water was running through. Oh, that's so good. So, I'm, you know, you're not the only, I, I feel like living in a, an apartment in the five boroughs, I know your pain, I feel your pain.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not been a pleasant time. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping against hope that someday I'll be able to, you know, get out of that and maybe have, you know, some non-lead water in you. A toilet that doesn't cave into the other apartment. <laughs> yeah, that might be nice. Jesus Christ. Yes.
2: So, I bet, uh, are, you, are you looking a little bit more at real estate now?
1: Or? <laughs> I mean, I'm, so, I'm certainly looking, but it's more like one of those, like, you look, you laugh, you cry?
0: Uh, I guess it's you know, moving to Jersey or shitting in a bucket. Right. Uh, ah, that is a that is yeah, a. Hard what? A,
1: what a lady in the tiger situation, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a, that's powerful. How about you, Mike? How was your week? Uh, the week went by very quickly. I'm I've been buried in, in in work.
2: We need to figure out a scam because this working shit is just this is ridiculous. You know,
0: it's not good. <laughs> and you know, and I'm still fighting my addiction from Lost Ark. But then my <laughs> my dreams are of Lost Ark. I'm like, oh wait, and I wake Jesus up in the morning. I'm like, wait, crap. did I do this? Did I did I finish this uh, thing last night? It's pretty messed up. Oh, that's powerful, man. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, I, I like that game, but shit, I ain't dreaming about it yet. <laughs>
2: like, so, between work and, and Lost Ark, that's it. Your whole life is gone,
0: huh? You guys know I have a rather addictive personality. Uh, gambling, video games... Lost Ark, at the end of the day, um, is basically a gambling simulator because everything is based off of percent chances. It's scratching multiple itches, and it's designed as a free-to-play game, right? And the only way they... Well, they make money as if they get whales to swipe their credit card. So the whole thing is have you very done that yet? No, no, no. See, that's okay. one of the things where my my cheapness overrides everything. But uh, what's going on in uh, your world?
2: Well, we had a week. You know, we had to put our dog down, which is unfortunate. Um, she was just ah. getting too old. So that sucks. I'm, I'm going to dedicate this week's episode to Rosie the dog, who was a fantastic uh, companion and real sweet soul that we we feel the we feel her absence and we love her dearly so thanks for being
0: our friend Rosie we love you
1: shout out to Rosie
0: you always adopt i guess the older the oldest dogs or like the most broken cats
2: yeah we i get all the hard luck cases yeah
0: <laughs> like i mean i remember valentine right right the one-eyed kitty yeah that's yeah. right um I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I, I really like, couldn't really? do it. And I could Why not, not no after like my dog died. I was like, yeah, that one hit pretty hard and I had a, like a good, did you, did you have to put him down or yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, actually I, I, it wasn't, it wasn't me because I was away in college, you know, but, oh uh, my yeah, God, that's wow. the worst. Yeah. Oh my God. But, uh, yeah, like no I had a, I had a good run. I had a good run. It was like, uh, 13 years. Right. Um, yeah. I'm not used to feeling things and I don't want to feel things. So I was like, yeah, I probably just wouldn't do it again.
2: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing because this is, you know, I guess this is the, this is like the third or fourth time I've actually had to go and put an animal down. Um, And it's never any fun and it, it sucks. And, you know, of course I'm like breaking down and crying when I'm having to do it. And there's always this point when you get to the vet's office and they like have to make you sign Something that, like, basically says you can't sue them because we're killing your fucking animal or whatever. You're giving your consent. And I got to say, I don't enjoy signing that piece of paper. It sucks. It It's never fun. But I don't know. Would I? It's not going to stop me from doing it again because I, at the end of the day, all those pets, all those hard luck cases pets that I've had have been outstanding pets and really great companions. And it, And, you know, I was giving them a life that they otherwise wouldn't have had. So I'm happy I did it. I'm happy that we got to share the time we got to, to share. And I, I think I'll, I'll definitely do it again. That's not going to stop me. Yeah,
1: that's, a, that's a beautiful thing.
0: Rosie, without you, probably would have, you know, just ended up in the, the shelter system. And Yeah, well, that's, that's where we found her, yeah. Like, she was old when you yeah, guys got her. Yeah, she was like her. 10
2: or 11 when we got her. But she was great. She was so well-behaved. You know, she was so she was well-trained, she was well-behaved, she was loving, she was energetic, she was sweet. She, you know, she she brought a lot of things into our lives and, like, uh, was a companion with us. Like, I wouldn't go hiking without a dog. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't do that for myself too much. I mean, I I do it, but, you know, you have the responsibility of taking the dog out and then it actually makes me go out into the world and see trees and lakes and things like that. And I don't know, I, I think I think we both, Beneficially contributed to each other's lives, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let the experience of having to put the animal down, you know, tarnish the the experience of having the animal in the first place. I'll do it again. I will love again.
1: <laughs> well, that's a that's a good that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to frame it. And I mean, you know that that unconditional love that you receive and you that you give you know, to each other, you know, makes the makes the exchange worth it.
0: Uh I think I'm entirely too selfish. <laughs> like but I mean you said you loved you loved your dog and I remember your dog, right? You you Oh I did. It would chase John around, I remember that.
3: Yep. Um
2: I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why the dog was chasing the black guy around. I don't understand. Yeah. very,
1: very curious. Very curious. <laughs> did you train is that a learned behavior? Is it nature or nurture? Uh...
3: <laughs>
2: Was he a police dog before you got him? <laughs> so that was it. That he died and that was it. You said never again. You threw the bat mask away.
0: I'm entirely too selfish to go through that again.
2: Wow. Okay, but I mean that but that means you're just you're cutting yourself off to the love that that animal will
0: provide. You, you, you know, know, I've cut myself off from like oh, yeah. like maybe 85% Who of am my I emotions. To? <laughs> <laughs>
2: And we all know how John fares with pets, right?
1: <laughs> well, you, know, I've, I've, you know, I've had good pets, or I've, I've at least had this one so far. So, you, know, my, my position on these things have changed. You, know,
2: oh wow, time. he's grown. He's a changed wow. man.
1: We'll see how that goes. You, you, you're talking about. Uh, You know, the fear of having to, you know, lose, you know, that friend and stuff like that. And, you know, that's a, that is a thing that also motivates me. You know, I, I am always concerned that I will lose my friend. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I'll do that. Well,
2: it's a, it's an inevitability. Yes,
1: that's, that's one of those things. I feel like I've talked to you guys about that. Like, you know, one of the things I never used to understand about like having pets and stuff like that is, you know, why you would do that to yourself. Right? Like why why would you why would you knowingly you uh get you become friends, become close to something that you know is not going to last you for as long as you do? Right? Like that member of your family is one hundred percent fleeting. Right? So like why why would you do that to yourself? You know, but you know, I don't know, I still don't necessarily have the answer to that, but I'm you know, I'm here and I have my friend, I have my cat. The journey yields the wow. rewards. John. Wow!
0: John, I guess the only thing I can recommend is like get a parrot because the parrot will outlive you.
1: Do they just live forever?
0: I don't want animals that'll talk wow. back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, get a turtle.
1: Yeah, I I did. He that. had a turtle. Ask him how that
0: ended. Oh, you you did. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not we're not Ask going. Ask him how back. that ended. <laughs> you know, I down found down. out that I starved my turtle to death as a kid. Um, oh good! <laughs> I, I you know like because teenage mutant ninja turtles right everyone had turtles. Correct. I had a big big turtle. Um, oh, you fed it pizza? Is that n- what you did? No, but we gave it like lettuce, right? Because that's what people told us to. Uh-huh. But the nutritional value in lettuce is essentially zero. It's nothing. Yeah. So well, yeah. And then <laughs> that was pretty. So that's much cool. it
2: So you at, you fed it, you basically starved to death by eating <laughs> as much lettuce as he possibly could.
0: Obviously I felt bad about it. And now, um, before, you know, before I got anything else after that, it, was a, um, it just meant a lot more research in like, how to be a pet owner. It actually made me a responsible pet owner, just because I don't want to starve something under my care to death.
2: Jesus Christ. And then,
0: you know, the hamsters that, that every kid usually, you know, like as a starter pet, right? Like, I, I told you about the hamster that ate the other hamster. And so,
1: <laughs>
0: goddamn. <laughs> hamsters suck.
2: Get a rat. Hamsters are awful pets. Awful. Get a rat. I'm telling you, rats are the future. Fuck hamsters. Your
1: rats were pretty cool, Peter.
2: My rats were awesome, man. I miss having rats. But Mike, I don't I don't like that you're working so much. We need to figure out a side hustle for you. And fortunately, John linked, I think, maybe what be the what might be the perfect one. He linked an article from The New York Times about how basically people are getting paid to snitch. On cars and trucks that are idling for, I guess, you know, gas and environmental laws. Um, John, do you want to tell us a little bit about your article?
1: So New York City has come out with something called the Citizens Air Complaint Program, right? And it's a public health campaign. Basically, the point of it is that anything that would affect you, uh, the breathability of the air in, in the city, you know, such as, you know, trucks and cars that park outside of, you know, buildings or schools and just idle. You know, and releasing, you know, their smog and gas fumes and stuff like that. You know, they're invite the city in this program is inviting people to report anyone that's been doing that for, you know, more than three minutes, uh, and you get a cut of the fine that they issue to that vehicle, right? Oh, wow. So, you know, it's good for the environment because it will, in theory, compel people to idle less, Right. And it's good for the person that's reporting because you get a cut of the ticket, right? So you like a three hundred dollar ticket or three hundred fifty dollar ticket, right? You get uh eighty-seven dollars and fifty cents, right?
2: Holy shit, that's a pretty sizable cut. Yeah. So it's a nice bounty.
1: Yeah. So I mean it's an interesting program, but you know, there there may be some you know, I guess uh unwanted repercussions to that because you know this is this is after all New York City, right? You know, people people right. are very, very, you know, spicy in, in the five boroughs. So they might see you, you know, sitting there clocking them with a with a camera phone or, you know, uh something like that, recording that footage, you know, asking you know, why you're sitting there, you know, watching me like that and then, you know, you might get stabbed up. You know, <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I mean I totally see that happening in New York City. I think it's only a matter of time. Um but it's an interesting premise. I kind of like the idea of of enforcing environmental laws and forcing people to idle less. But yeah, I could see where
0: someone might yeah. get stabbed. <laughs> yeah, you, you take your chances. But this guy, like, oh, um, that they interview for it. It seems he's willing to take those chances. I mean, the guy made, what, 60, what, it said $64,000 last year yeah, doing this? 20,
1: in 2021, he made $64,000 alone just doing these reporting. Uh, on his daily walks for exercise, you just get three of them a day, right?
0: Jesus Christ. Like, that's amazing. Like, your side hustle is pulling in uh, essentially, basically, a, a, a full-time gig for many people. Yeah. I'm jealous. I'll do it.
1: Like I lit I literally had I've literally held jobs for whom the yearly salary was less than that, like in, in recent times. So like, you know, somebody earning this for you know twenty twenty minutes a day, oh yeah. Like I I'm fucking doing it.
0: And and he said what? Uh he's on track to make two hundred to two twenty five? Yeah, he
1: said that if the city actually you know, uh, gets on its backlog, God. you know, and clears it. Then, yeah, he'll make like about two hundred twenty some odd thousand dollars. You know, that's the yeah. other thing, right? So apparently, this is such a successful program that there are pro- there are com- there's a backlog of complaints that haven't even been processed yet.
0: That's a down payment on a house or a house. Yes. Just from as a side hustle. I've been wasting my life going to work. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah,
1: they told they told you to go to college. They told you to incur. They told you yeah. to incur debt that is probably less. You, know, uh, I guess, roughly around the same amount that this guy is just earning, like taking these videos. And they told you to do that <laughs> so you can not earn that, right? So yeah, like you, we all fucked up. Apparently. <laughs>
2: I'm telling you, man, this is the kind of stuff that just makes me feel old and I don't understand. I just don't understand the world anymore. I don't get it.
0: What are you not processing?
2: I'm pro. you know, that you can just make $200,000 in 20 minutes and, you know, the guy who went to, you know, law school or whatever or got his fucking degree is eating ramen. <laughs> you know, it's just, I wasted my life. I I don't understand the planet anymore. That's it. It's uh, it's, it's the loaves for business
3: <laughs> <What>?
2: <laughs> which I clearly don't have. I clearly do not have. But you
1: know there there's there's some erosion of institutions and stuff like that in general, so you know there's there's a compulsion to do, you know, what uh puts money in your pocket above, you know, doing, you know, what might be best in the long term? Because who knows what the long terms are, right? Like you could think that you know you've got like a bunch yeah. of time, and but actually you don't have much because there's a random you know, uh, airborne pandemic, right? Or you know, you could think that you know, every you know, uh, everything is gonna be fine and stuff like that, but then you know, you elect a fucking you know, TV actor for president or something like that. You roll back right. every rule, so like who knows what tomorrow brings? So.
2: Hey, nuclear war is now, in the threat of nuclear war is now back in style. That one,
0: I'm not even, I'm not even worried about that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, it'll all be, it'll be over pretty quick.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm materially concerned with nuclear war, but I'm sure that my uh, pre-war lead paint apartment will protect me.
0: <laughs> you know what? You actually probably do have a bomb shelter under there. Probably some place you can go and feel more comfortable. Than hiding in a turned upside down bathtub or whatever.
2: Well, now this has got me thinking like, what else, what else can I start filming people for doing wrong and make money off of? There's gotta be a way. So, how does this work exactly? So, I, basically, I would record this asshole idling in his truck with my phone for what, three minutes? Because I guess that's the law or something. Where do I send that video to? Do I send that to the cops? Do I send that to the Department of Transportation? What do? Who, how do I? How do so I you, cash so you, in? You
1: would send it to the Department of Environmental Protection. They run this, uh, you know, the program, the Citizens Air Complaint Program, right? There's a page on the New York City .dot gov website, and you would just up you upload that video there. And that, that's all you have to okay, do. Okay, Okay. Yes. That's
2: all you have to do, and you collect the money. So they send the guy the ticket for $350, and then you get your 80-whatever yep. dollars from Yep, That's, that's awesome. pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I need to look into whatever else uh, they are willing to pay us money to snitch on people. <laughs> this this kind of reminds me of the abortion cops, right? But, yes. You know, maybe a, with a little environmentalist uh Yeah, this is,
1: this is probably a little bit better than, you. I guess, the Texas, uh, the Texas abortion hunters. You, uh, it's probably better than that right? This, this one's for the environment. But it's the same oh, it's, idea.
2: Yes. It's, it's, it's getting people to snitch on whatever the yes. the law is. You know, and you can make money on, yes. and cash in.
0: As a person who admittedly used to a- idle quite a bit. So yeah, you're idling because it's also the summer and it's like 95 degrees outside or you got the AC going, you know, spewing your carbon monoxide out into the world. The air quality in the city is such shit. It has. It it does need to be enforced.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, not to mention, with the gas prices now, you got to be like fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a different time. <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: idling now is a, is a status
2: symbol.
1: <laughs> That's great. I just park in front of cars just for fun. Fuck it, I got it like that. Yeah,
2: well, I got money for days. I can idle. I can, I can run the AC in front of this bodega.
1: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's a status symbol.
2: Well, clearly I'm in the wrong line of work and maybe so are you gentlemen, but, um, not everybody who's working is having a bad time. Um, thanks to another article that you had linked, John, from I fucking, <laughs> an article you had linked from I fucking love science.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Guys,
2: this, is, this is so powerful. I'm cracking up, but I mean, I'm I'm mad they didn't have this when I was working at, at, at any of my previous occupations. But this company offers employees pods to masturbate in, complete with VR headsets <laughs> and like pillows and chairs and beds. This is a jerk off yes. station. I think they're getting paid to yes. jerk off.
0: They'll do anything other than increase their salary. Well, I mean, these are the job benefits hey, that
1: this this is this is admittedly a pretty decent perk, right? You know, though, I have I have to say that one of the funniest things about this article is that, you know, so there's like a picture of of a pod and the caption says, you know, a much more futuristic pod, comma, not for, for specifically for masturbation. Right. So they have to point out that this pod is not <laughs> actually a jerk pod. It's just an artist's rendition of what a theoretical jerk pod might be. <laughs> they made sure to point this out. The future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. But um I mean that's a pretty nice pod. I mean it it looks like fucking Tron. Like would you know, would would you Tron jerk in here? Like I I I would tron jerk, are you kidding like me? like the light trails? Yeah.
2: Oh. The MCP ain't got nothing on me. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I love how the future is all pods. We have suicide pods, jer- like, jerking off pods. nice. Like, nice callback. I like that. This
2: is the future yes. we were
0: promised. Th- this company is, uh, is StripChat, and it is, like, an adult website. Yes. So, like, you know, there's, I guess, <laughs> turn turn your employees into customers.
2: Ooh. Though, I'm curious. I'm curious because, you know, we were talking before the show, like, and uh, what, what what is the... Uh, this may have like this may be a double-edged sword in my opinion because you know you're encouraging employees to to, to jerk off you're, you to masturbate but isn't that like an addictive behavior is can can my, can I blame my job for giving me a crippling porn addiction that and now I'm no longer aroused at home with my wife or whatever the case may be or you know is it might this do some kind of damage to
1: I'd be very people. interested in the employment law rep- uh, repercussions for this, you know, at least in an American context. Like this company is in right. Uh, Cyprus, right? You know, off the like off you know in uh, the Mediterranean Sea. But, you know, I would love to know if that was possible in America, because I think the lawsuits for that would be fucking amazing.
2: So let me. Let me, do they clean the pods after each use? Are they sanitized, or is there just a you know wipe as you go <laughs> policy?
1: A self uh, janitor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I want to know the logistics of the jerk off station. Is is, is uh, there
1: hazard pay if if you're like a if you're like a, a, a what should call it like the janitor for this? You know, do you get paid extra for this?
0: right i mean how how much time would you have to leave between using a pod before the next person before it gets weird like someone's gonna see you come out of that pod right and it's already awkward enough running into a co-worker in the bathroom sometimes right what are you gonna do like stepping out of a like a masturbation pod
2: even could you imagine i just want you to imagine that scene for a moment like a like the like you know the porta potty it turns red when it's in use <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Are> occupied <fine? laughs> And it's like it finally turns green and you step out and there's someone waiting to masturbate after you have finished
1: masturbating.
2: <laughs> and you're like, hey Phil, what's up, Tim? How's the kids? And you just casually go on about your <laughs> just clock in, clock out.
1: God damn it. You know, yeah, the I, I have to imagine Christ. that the water cooler discussion, you've, you know, even revolving around these pods is, is different than this typical office and stuff like that.
2: Do they clear the browser history and the oh VR God. headsets? Can I look up what my other, <laughs> what my coworkers were jerking off to <laughs> Does that violate HR Holy policy? Shit. I don't like I need to know <laughs> <laughs> like who cleans the VR headsets yeah who cl- who cleans that does do those get wiped
1: down well
2: there's At so least it's questions. the headset. It's
1: not like the like the controllers or something like that. Ostensibly, the headset is not involved in 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 the jerking, unless it unless it is. In which case, yo.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you bring your own attachments? Wow! <laughs> I
1: just packed I just packed my flashlight or whatever it is in my fucking in my lunchbox. <laughs> my hydro flask.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, we you in, in a world in which you're not necessarily going to get an increase in pay, you know, this is, maybe this is a very good way to compel people to come back to work, right? Come back to the office.
2: Yeah, this just tells me that I was right all along. I've been doing work right the whole time because I used to jerk off all the time at work, <laughs> uh, you know, on the company's dime. All the time, yeah. I mean, every 20, every two hours, I think I'd schedule in a session, boss, so, and I got paid boss for Boss a dollar, I make
1: a dime, so I jerk off on company right. time.
2: that's right that's absolutely right and it and it seems like you know the companies are finally starting to catch up and agree with me so i this just validates my entire
1: existence (laughs) i'm very curious to see if this is going to become a a even vaguely more commonplace perk right like you used to have offices that would install like you uh beer taps you free lunches you know free sodas and coffee machines and stuff like that so i wonder you, know, the the more progressive and tech forward companies are going to start involve, you know, involving themselves in stuff like that. Yeah. We'll see.
2: I want to see the Google campus doing this. <laughs>
1: Slide into the pulpit, walk into the fucking jerk off booth. <laughs> <laughs> right
2: And soon, going to work will be like going
0: to Chuck E. Cheese's. You know.
1: Well, your time time will time will tell. Time will tell.
2: Yeah, well,
0: that is literally the only way to get me back into the office.
1: <laughs> see, but then you, know, how would hybrid work work for this? Right. So
0: sometimes I jerk at home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you,
0: oh wait, what was that like? Television reporter that was like caught jerking off or something? Oh yeah, like um, the, was it like a CNN that,
1: guy or something like that? Yeah,
0: it was, <laughs> was it a
2: Cuomo?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Jeffrey Tubin.
2: Ah, yeah. Jeffrey! Jeffrey oh, that's a great laugh. That's a great last name. <laughs> that's a great last name wow that.
1: remember that like that that was like a like a year or two ago right but it se- it seems like only yesterday you know because d- due to time compression in the pandemic right you know yeah that the the zoom, zoom masturbating was a thing at some point during the pandemic
2: wait zoom yeah
1: like he was on the fucking uh zoom meeting
2: I mean, I've heard the like the gag where like you're not wearing pants no. on your Zoom calls, but I
0: didn't know it was yeah, full of jerk Yeah, it,
1: it was a full jerk that actually happened. You on on Zoom? It was wow. a see. I mean, obviously
0: he didn't know he was on Zoom, right. like, like you know. But yes, yeah, that 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 in fact did happen. Cover the camera. <laughs> see, now that Jesus. is the thing that people right. need to do. Like everyone needs to cover their cameras.
3: Cover the Cause you just camera. don't
0: fucking know sometimes Unplug that mic yep.
2: Oh no I would keep the mic on but like cover the camera That way it's like you know what I'm doing But you
0: can't see it and you can't prove <laughs> it You know Well I need the ambiguity To get off
1: <laughs> yes, yes. I was baking cookies the entire time <laughs> Exactly I baked uh, them very, very vigorously Prove I jerked
0: off Prove it <laughs> They defy you
1: you it was either this or tiger king right going back
0: never I never saw it I missed that boat i'm not i'm not upset about I'm,
1: it i'm I'm proud that i in fact watched tiger king i was part i was part of the zeitgeist you know. Back in the early part of the pandemic
2: well, did you guys get there's a season two now have you I guys have not watched, watched that?
1: Season two because I felt like you know this should be left in the early part of the pandemic, but you know fuck it you know maybe maybe right. up uh, maybe we'll bring it back you know it's not it's not exactly over yet
2: i, I I'm guilty. I watched season one, but I haven't watched season two. so what does that I don't know what does that say?
1: Yeah, no you're you're in the same bucket with me. you were trying to leave it in the past
2: I was yeah, I don't want to give this more of my attention but i did enjoy the ride i'm i'm guilty of enjoying the initial ride
1: the the absolute fuckery of it you know back then was a much needed distraction from you know impending theoretical apocalyptic death
2: well we still well, have a yeah, lot of that that's
1: that's definitely still a thing
2: now i guess we're just approaching it a little bit differently which i think th- brings us to to the last article that you had linked john um which was can you explain to me what the term goblin mode
1: means <laughs> yes so uh, tying tying back into you know our discussion about like not uh, understanding the state of the world and you know kind of you know, uh, eroding trust in institutions. So there was an article in the Guardian, you know, in which uh, people were discussing the phrase "goblin mode" entering the zeitgeist. Which you know honestly, like, if you if you're uh, very online or whatever, like, it's not like a new term or anything like that. It's been around since. 09 even in you know even though it was like in a different way back then right but the the concept of going goblin mode you know as it enters the tiktok universe and the the Zoomerverse, is the idea that uh you're kind of embracing you know ratchetry embracing you know depravity right like
2: that was like my life
1: <laughs> yeah you know goblin mode might be like fuck it like i'm not gonna you know I'm not combing my hair or anything like that. I'm going to lie in my fucking sweatpants, you know, balls hanging out, you mm-hmm. chip crumbs on my body. Oh, so how I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You. Okay. You. I'm, I don't, you embracing maximum I don't give a fuck, you know, and the comforts that come from that. Right. So if you've ever spent any time during the pandemic or not, you know, like kind of sitting, you know, sitting in your, your underwear, you know, no shirt on. You know eating fucking waffles out of the freezer without bothering to toast them or like eat like crushing up a bag of ramen and throwing the seasoning on it like fuck cooking it like if that's what you were doing, then you are you are in goblin mode
0: okay <laughs> All right. That yeah. that's that's pretty much my existence yeah. i mean you've seen my uh my, my dinner where I essentially just melted a brick of cheese so.
1: <laughs> yes
0: you know you yeah we've we've done, we've done this yeah, if you're if you're you know what's going if you're
1: on. if you're microwaving things in a pasta vote and you know just open and just eating out of the pasta bowl with no with no care for aesthetic or flavor or anything you may be in goblin mode
2: so is this is this like a is this a side effect of where we've been living in like the pandemic for a couple of years now where people are staying home a lot and not interacting with others and not really having the doodle, the duty of social graces so-
1: that... I, I think that's definitely part of it, right? Like like I said, like the terms existed for a while and living life like that has never not existed. But I, th- I think that true, the virality true, yeah. of it de- at this moment is definitely you know, part of the pandemic, right? You know, like there's a lot of... You know, and also it's kind of like a, a reaction to the, the glossy social media world in general, right? Like for years, you know, people on social media, the point of it was kind of to present your best self right, you know, and try to, like, create FOMO, right, like, look at me, look at my pictures on my trip to, you know, Peru, right. and, like, look at me wearing my perfect outfit, like, looking all uh, clean and nice and stuff, what right, I like, look tonight. at my video here, or, you know, look at how I'm doing this, <laughs> that, and the other thing, right, you know, but, right. you know, right. now we're like, you know, fuck it, you know, we're not doing that, instead, you know, We're not interested in putting on, like, the good presentation for perfect pictures. We don't give a fuck about the filter. We don't give a fuck about, you know, what I'm wearing. You know, there's holes in this shirt. You know, like, there's fucking jelly. There's jelly (laughs) stains on my leg. Like, I don't give a shit. (laughs) You know? Like some,
2: so, is this becoming an art form? Are people like are, are, are we taking the social media with our goblinness, or is this just well, how well you leaving?
1: know? The, like I said, the answer is yes. You know, the answer is yes to both of those things. People are doing it for social media. That's why the current virality is there. People are doing it because it's the pandemic. Pandemic. That's the you know. That's you know, how people have been embracing it, and people are also doing it to reject you know how social media used to be.
2: This might be my opportunity to finally become a star. <laughs> I think, I think I found my niche on the internet.
1: Like I think, was it like Andy Warhol said, everyone could be a star or celebrity for fifteen minutes or whatever. So yeah, this this is this is your chance. Fuck it, this is my chance because like <laughs> like I'm I'm an OG in the Goblin mode game. Like you you've entered my room. You fucking you scrotum hanging yep. out of my shirt.
2: Yep, I remember. Yeah, it's still burned into my <laughs> it's still burned into my mind. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that's going to live with me. What about the Jerry Springer spring break? I did that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's it. That's inside baseball. (laughs) That's
1: inside baseball.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, this is I find this kind of in an odd way refreshing that people are finally like not giving a fuck about putting on such a fake presentation and an unrealistic presentation of what their lives are like. And they're just like, fuck it. This is what we're really doing. Fucking potato chip crumbs on my sack and a dirty shirt and and just not giving a single fuck. I, I find it refreshing.
0: You know, as as you say that I realize I've been wearing the same sweatshirt and sweatpants for like a solid week. So yeah, no, this is Oh, I can smell my own balls right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Through through my sweatpants. It's
1: yeah. I, I, I definitely have to agree, you know, that uh not having you know rejecting uh the I i guess past social media stuff and kind of you know know, not putting on airs anymore is good it's probably good for everyone's mental health in general right like you stop giving as much of a fuck about appearances in general right i'm not gonna say that like people should like just live life you unwashed and unkempt and stuff like that you if you're going out like you should probably give like a vague amount of a shit but like other than that, nah, man. Fuck all that. You know, it's time. It's time to live life healthily. You know, if you weren't doing that already, you should be doing that now.
2: Well, speaking of living and doing whatever the fuck we want and restoring balance, guys, our fans have been very patient this season. So I think we, we we're gonna offer them a little treat to leave off the show for this week. What do you think? Um, what do you think, guys? I think we should give them the next installment of Winnie the Pooh: Acres End. What do you think about I'm that, the, guys?
1: I, I think. I think it's I think it's I think it's time to feed the Wow, strings.
2: Okay. Long overdue. Yeah, it's long overdue. So guys, please enjoy chapter three of Winnie the Pooh Acre's End.
3: The frog gave it up easy. Once I pressed him with hot lead. On Piglet's advice, I'd taken a day or two to consider my next moves because I knew I was getting closer to Boss Howl. I would have to go through rabbit first rabbit ran his honey racket from a trap house in a slum not too far from the motorcycle club we crashed last time it was time to make our move on the lop-eared fuck piglet and I sauntered through the night my tactical AR pistol straining against my waistband like my turgid pecker after a smackerel, we arrived at the cracked out house. Truly, this was a heffalump hollow. Look up, Poo-Poo-Poo. You can see him right through the window! Indeed, a silhouette darted around behind the glass. Time to borrow a cup of honey. Poo-poo, you haven't any brain, silly old bear. Coming here is suicide. Quit stalling, Bunny. I've come for the honey. It's time to clear the streets of that junk. You're too late. I've got everyone hooked. I'm richer than Jesus, and the city is thick with every golden drop.
0: My pots are in every building. Every treehouse and animals are doped up with chemical hope. And then, Owl and I will control it all. After the city has turned to ashes, Pooh, then I'll let you die. But until then, what are you going to do about it? Nothing.
3: You can do nothing, Pooh. Oh, that's perfect, Rabbit. People say doing nothing is impossible. But I do nothing every day. I was a bear of little brain. But I was almost at the end of the journey. I stepped over the pool of singed fur, blood, and bits of glass, and found a table at the end of the living room. A piece of crumpled paper hidden underneath a honey jar had an address on it. A piglet, tell me, is this where I think it is? Piglet examined the paper and said,
0: Pooh, it's the nice peaceful spot. Boss Owl must be running everything from there.
3: Uh, So then, Piglet, let's mark the spot. Finally, the city would receive its enema. Uh, Finally, I'd found the owl.
2: Yeah, Pooh is no jokes. This story is getting business. real. We're getting you know they're,
1: they're getting they're getting closer to the big boss. You know, how is this going to end?
2: How is this going to play out? Are they are they going to get Owl? I
1: like <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens next. I can't I can't wait to hear the rest oh of the story. God.
2: All right, well it's something to, something to keep yeah. looking for, guys. Something to keep the fans interested for the rest of the season too. But yeah, you know, I think that's all the time we have for on Red Channel Condition this week. But uh, for any questions, comments, concerns, or if you want to drop us a line. Send us an email at redchannelcondition at gmail.com. Thanks
1: for Check listening, it easy. Guys. Have a good one.